everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, welcome back in to Believe in the Wolfpack and this much more positive start the episode as opposed to the last one as the Wolfpack take down Miami 74 to 68 last night honestly it feels like a better win than a six-point win maybe just because you know snapping the three-game skid at home makes it that much better but I I don't care they could have won by one they could have won by half a point I'll I will take it beggars cannot be choosers and honestly it was I'm not going to say it's a perfect game. Is there still things to improve on? Yeah, but this was very nice to see because they started off so well. They got out to a decent lead, went into halftime leading, went into halftime up by four, um, 33 to 29. I was looking at the second half score and I didn't think that many points were scored, but that's for later. But they went into halftime up 33 to 29 DJ Horn started off the game shooting very well he even finished with a game high I believe yeah game high 24 points he was 7 of 14 from the field 3 for 7 from 3 and then 7 for 8 from the free throw line and this is what we need there was a three that he probably should have had that they waved off and called it a long two which is like come on just give it to him but (laughs) it was nice to see him start off hot and the rest of the team just kind of follow suit uh Marcel had a few buckets early on Middlebrooks got in the first half and was just doing everything fighting on the offensive glass just diving for loose balls even then this goes back to what I said about a week or two ago about having those three big men Burns Middlebrooks and Diara last night not the best game for DJ Burns only played 13 minutes played less than Middlebrooks and Diara Uh, DR played 14 minutes, Middlebrooks played 15, Burns didn't get a single rebound. Now, yes, he had, you know, a few nice passes, had three assists in the game, had a beautiful one to, I think, Dennis Parker, where he just kind of caught it and just whipped it right to him. It was like a bullet, little backhand pass. It was was perfect. Um, That was in the first half, but uh, not the... Strongest night for him overall, three personal fouls and only four points. But again, that's okay because you have Middlebrooks right behind you and Diara. Middlebrooks picked it up, four rebounds, like I said, and then five points. Uh, Diara, five boards and two points. Like, that's perfectly fine. These guys are rebounding. They're just providing that production off the bench that you need from the center position that maybe some teams really don't have. But again, it was so nice to see them come out and – look good 
in the first half and not fall behind early. And it wasn't even like an ugly game that they won. I mean, putting up 74 points, 74 to 68, that's, you know, a fairly average game. It's not like a 50 to 52 score or anything. Um, and they shot 42% from three for the most part uh, of the game. I think they were shooting closer to 50% or at 50%. At one point late in the second half, we were nine for 18 from three. And Miami, although although Pack had 23 points, I think all 23 points came in the second half. They were just taking some awful shots. Oh, my God. There were some threes that they were just chucking up and hoping. They're a great three-point shooting team. Don't get me wrong. 28 attempts, only made seven of them. They shot 25% from three in that game. And Poplar. What was her name? Wooga Poplar, I think it was. Wooga Poplar. Yeah, I kept saying it to myself, and I I didn't think it was right. I've never seen Wooga Poplar before as a name. <laughs> but he was 3 for 16 from the field and 1 for 6 from 3. Now, he still did have 10 rebounds and 2 assists. You know, he had some aspects of the game that, you know, he was playing well, but my God, he played the most minutes on the team, and he shot three for 16 and had 10 points. And he was ice cold in the first half. Well, he was ice cold overall, but I don't know why. It just, to me, it felt like he just couldn't hit a thing in the first half. Like, anything that went up was just nothing. But then Pack, I mean, had three threes in the second half. At one point, I... Thought he was never going to miss again. Six of eight from the free throw line. Like I said, 50% from the field. He was the reason that this game was, you know, close. And Omier, I mean, he had 18 points and 14 rebounds. Yeah, but I don't know. Just something like Pack having that second half made this game feel so much closer than what it, you know. I mean, it was close. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. It just, like I said, since being on that three-game losing streak and getting this win, it feels like more than just a six-point win. So that's nice. But some other numbers, Casey Morcel had 17 points. He was three for four from beyond, so that is great to see. Maybe he can kind of keep that hot shooting going. Uh, Jaden Taylor, he was four for 10 from the field, three for nine from three with 12 points. He had seven rebounds as well, one assist and three blocks and two steals. He was doing everything last night. Uh, O'Connell, Michael O'Connell had six points, three steals, five assists, and five rebounds. Led the team in assists. I saw somewhere uh, that I think every bucket in the second half for the Wolfpack was assisted. So, like, every point there was an assist preceding it. So, that's nice to see. That's nice to see. They had 17 total assists in the game, only compared to the 13 for Miami. Even the... The steals numbers. We had nine steals. Miami only had five. I know they were down a guy, but I, still, I'm going to take this one. I'm going to feel good about this one, especially after feeling so bad and so negative about the team just a few days ago. Wow, we actually shot the same. I didn't see this at first. We shot the same from the free throw line. We 13 of 18, us in Miami. <laughs> How about that? I don't see that often. But then we still shot 48% from the field. And thirty six per and Miami shot thirty six percent from the field, but yeah, good game. Honestly, overall, it felt like a strong game. It felt like we weren't really forcing 
anything. Like sometimes it's just, you're just chucking up shots. You're trying to, you know, work the interior or something too much. And you can tell it's like, all right, this is their game plan and they're not really going to go away from it. But I mean, against Miami, it felt like everything was just kind of natural and free flowing. Nothing felt forced. It didn't really feel like that, you know, anything was, there was a few possessions here and there that were stagnant and bad possessions. Yeah, it's going to happen. But overall, it felt like a very clean game for for NC State, which was, again, very nice to see. Their next game this Saturday against Georgia Tech, who don't let the, the, the record fool you. They're 3-7 and seven in conference play and 10-11 and 11 overall. But that third win came last night. They beat North Carolina 74-73 to 73, pretty much right at the buzzer. I mean, R.J. Davis had 28 points and North Carolina lost. That's not going to happen too often. Georgia Tech just a massive – they were at home, so that's, you know, a big factor as well. But that's a massive upset. That is a below 500 team beating the third team in the conference. That's the first loss, first conference loss for North Carolina as well. That is unbelievable. I actually don't believe that because I'm going to go through their schedule right now. Yeah, that is the first conference loss. My God. Their first loss since they played Kentucky back in... What is that, December? Maybe November? My God, that's unbelievable. (laughs) Wow, so can't really take these guys lightly just taking down North Carolina. Again, got to come with your A game this Saturday. Could easily uh, be on upset watch because is that game? Oh, I didn't mean to click that. Whoops. But (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's home game for us yes it is so at least we're not going to georgia tech that is a a nice uh sigh of relief but even then north carolina coming off that loss they got to go play duke and that's a home game for them but i don't know just (laughs) both both teams looking at georgia tech saying hey they just got a big win are they gonna keep this momentum or is that gonna be you know such a big win that they're gonna lose focus and then maybe we get a nice little 20 point win Hoping for the latter, but I'm not going to expect it. And then for North Carolina, you're thinking, were they looking ahead to Duke? Because obviously, it's the biggest game of the year for them. It's this Saturday. It's a home game. It's on ESPN. It's the, the biggest day for college basketball this year. Were they really unprepared to play Georgia Tech? And then Georgia Tech had a great night and beat them. Or is it just going to be, nope, they lost to a good Georgia Tech team that you know, the record is a little deceiving, and now they're going to go into Duke with, you know, they got to prove a point even more. Like, they can't lose back-to-back games. That's going to it's gonna look awful, especially after going on a near 10-game winning streak, I think. I mean, Duke is putting up a winning streak of their own. They're on a three-game winning streak after losing to Pitt a few weeks ago. But, I mean, lucky for North Carolina, they weren't the only top team to lose to an unranked team last night. Tennessee lost 63-59 to to South Carolina at home. Tennessee was home and they lost that game. Connect had 31 points and 7 rebounds. South Carolina, they're a good team. They're 18-3, and 6-2 in the SEC. Lost to Georgia, lost to Alabama. That's the two conference losses. 
But in about a week, when did they play Kentucky? Last, last Tuesday, I think it was. Yeah, so in a week, they beat Kentucky and Tennessee. Six and five. They beat six and five in a week. One of them at Tennessee. The Kentucky game, they won 79-62. to 62. The Tennessee game, 63-59. to 59. Then in between, they beat Missouri 72-64. to 64. Right now, South Carolina is second in the SEC. Uh, one spot behind, or half a game behind Alabama. Alabama 6-1 in conference play. Man, Alabama's just been <laughs> cruising through the SEC. Who have they beaten so far? I can't think of any. Oh, they just lost to Tennessee. That's their only... Or they got smoked by Tennessee. My God. Then they beat Auburn. I do remember that. They just crushed LSU. And then their next uh, ranked game isn't until Auburn on the 7th. So that's a week from today. So, yeah. Already some big upsets. I was kind of waiting for this weekend before we saw, you know, some top teams go down. But I was also expecting to other top teams. Uh, Some other scores from last night. Kansas, they destroyed Oklahoma State. They avoided an upset. Uh, they beat them 83-54. to Marquette pulls away from Nova. Villanova's been so bad this year. I mean, they're 11-10, and 4-6 and in the Big East. That's not great. 11-10 and 10 is not great at all for Villanova. But the fact that they even have a winning record is a bit surprising to me. They have just been so bad this year i think oh we're gonna actually gonna get to some bracketology later because they're 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 on the outside looking in right now uh illinois beat ohio state 87 to 75 tcu their ranks 25th they beat number 15 texas which i don't think is a crazy upset i mean it's a Conference matchup, 10 spots apart in the rankings. And TCU's a good team. TCU has been playing well as of late. Um, But Isaacs for (laughs) Texas Tech did have 25 25 points and 9 assists. But, yeah, the Big 12 has been very good this year. Kind of the opposite of the ACC. The ACC has been – I don't know. Is the ACC bad or is the ACC just so competitive (laughs) that it seems bad? Probably bad, but whatever. It's, you know, there's there's good games. There's good games. It's, you know, competition. Teams are fighting. It's a dogfight every single night. Uh, Oklahoma and Dayton trying to stay in the top 25. They both won last night. Dayton beat George Washington 83-61. to And Oklahoma beat Kansas State 73-53. to Let's see if there's any games. Tonight, as I'm recording this Wednesday, uh, Purdue playing Northwestern. Purdue is home. Alabama plays Georgia tonight. Kentucky plays Florida. Honestly, Kentucky has looked kind of rough at times. I wouldn't be surprised if Florida uh, pulls an upset there. Providence plays UConn. Providence coming off a huge, well, I don't know. I already kind of talked about it with the Ed Cooley stuff, but I mean, he had Georgetown looking much better than what their record is. I don't know if Providence put so much into that game against Georgetown wanting to beat Cooley and Georgetown that maybe UConn just crushes them tonight. I mean, UConn is 13 and a half point favorites. And uh, I mean, <laughs> maybe they should be more, but I could be wrong. Who knows? Alabama is favored by six and a half going to Georgia. That's a bit surprising. And then Purdue's favored by 
14 and a half points projected to beat Northwestern. If I had to give you one upset watch tonight, I think I'd go Florida. Just because, not, not Vanderbilt, definitely not Vanderbilt and Auburn, but I don't know. Kentucky's been playing, they probably should have lost that game to Arkansas. And their one big freshman, I he was at one point the top recruit in the country last year. I think at one point he dropped to third, but for the most part, he was one of the top three recruits in the country last year, Justin Edwards. Uh, he's been a little banged up, a little hurt, but even then he really hasn't been playing too well it, it feels like they gotta it feels like he just needs more time you know with Kentucky being so notorious for one and done players which most likely uh, DJ Wagner will be a one and done player but I think Justin Edwards may need another year maybe another year or two I kind of hope he doesn't transfer out of there just because it's so often now where if a top recruit you know if it's not working out at your at the initial school they committed to, they're going to transfer out uh, the following year. So I'd like to see him stay there just because, I mean, I remember looking at mock drafts last year and for, for the draft coming up this year, he was projected as a top 10 pick already. <laughs> Obviously that has fallen since then with his struggles, but, you know, hopefully he can pick it back up. But back to my main point, that's what it was. Um Florida. Maybe they pull off the upset tonight. That's my pick tonight. <laughs> yeah, who knows? But we're going to take a short break here. When we come back, going to get into some uh, bracketology brought to you by ESPN. Well, no ads, but <laughs> I'm just going off of ESPN's bracketology. How accurate it truly is? Listen, probably not, but I'm just going off what they're telling me. <laughs> we'll be right back on Believe in the Wolfpack. Welcome back in. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Believe in the Wolfpack and I get into some uh, bracketology, seeing where teams, if the season were to end today, where they would stand uh, for the tournament. For the women's Wolfpack team, haven't forgotten about them. They you know, have their game this Saturday against North Carolina, so nothing really new with them. Other than they're, right, as, of, as of right now, projected as one of the four one seeds in the NCAA tournament. Meaning, if they got to the Final Four, if it were to end today, if they got to the Final Four, they would most likely match up against South Carolina, but they avoid having to play South Carolina or Iowa or Stanford. Those are the other four uh, number one seeds. They do have UCLA in that division, though, so that would be tough. But plenty of time for that. It's just nice to see them back as a one seed uh, when it comes to the bracketology and whatnot. But for the men's side, some big names that are the first four out, you know, considered the first four out right now. I like how they even have the next four out. It's like, yeah, you're even, <laughs> you're even second to the other last place teams that didn't get it. Like, yeah, you didn't get in, but you were even further from getting in than these guys. <laughs> but some of the teams that are the first four out, 
Villanova and Gonzaga. Villanova and Gonzaga were fighting for, if not one seats, for the last few years. Gonzaga's, I mean, Gonzaga has always been like they're undefeated, going into the Final Four, going into the Elite Eight National Championship. They can never get it done. I, I don't. I, that was always the thing with Gonzaga. I've always kind of believed they were never going to get it done for whatever reason. I just, you know, bad conference, and there's always give me a reason to doubt them for. You know, somehow, except for that one, uh, Jalen Suggs, pretty much half court buzzer beater against UCLA. That was awesome. That was cool. But seeing them in Villanova as the, some of the first two of the teams that are the first four out, it's kind of crazy. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just it, how quickly things can change in college basketball. And maybe not so quickly because I'm thinking about that Villanova team. The second team, the 2018 team, to win the national championship when they had uh, the entire New York Knicks roster on their team with Brunson, DiVincenzo, Josh. Oh, uh, no, Josh Hart wasn't there. He was on the 2016 team. But they did have Mikael Bridges, who was on the Nets, not the Knicks. Different New York team, even though he's probably going to get traded because the Nets are terrible. But that team was incredible. That team was so good. What, they win every tournament game by at least 10 points? I mean, they slept, walked their way. Did they play Oklahoma in the Final Four when they had Buddy Heald? Am I remembering that correctly? I just remember them just destroying teams on their way to winning their second national championship in a few years. Which is, And now they're... Struggling, barely over 500, losing to teams in their area that aren't even close to, you know, their kind of status in college basketball, I guess you could say. But then looking at the rest of the bracket right now, only three ACC teams are projected to be in it. Duke, North Carolina, and Clemson. Kind of goes back to my point about is the ACC bad or are we all just playing each other really tough and competitively? Nah, it, probably, probably just bad. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous, but um, yeah, I think North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina as of right now is a one seed. I imagine they will you know drop because they just lost to Georgia Tech. Uh, Duke, what was Duke? Are they. Th- three were they a three seed no they were fourth they were a four seed and then Clemson was six um if I you know gun to my head pick a winner right now no idea but (laughs) a few teams that I like staying away I'm staying away from Purdue I'm staying away from Purdue they I, I I don't think anybody can have any trust in Purdue in the first round as of right now they would either play NC Central or Southern I may pick one of them to beat them and if they win even if Purdue wins they would go on to play Memphis or St. John's if Memphis beats St. John's and goes to play Purdue I may you know there may be a real pick Memphis beating Purdue I think I may have to make a note right now just telling myself don't pick Purdue to make the Sweet 16 Maybe after two years of upsets, maybe, you know, I give them the Sweet 16 and then I, you know, make them lose there. But nah, nah. Losing to a one seed, always being the number one seed. Like, it, regular season, they're, they're, they're crushing it. I don't think they've been outside the top five this year. 
I'm not picking them to win <laughs> more than they, they might get one win. They'll get one win out of me whenever I make a bracket. We'll probably I'll probably have an entire show dedicated to that, just walking through who I'm picking uh, and whatnot and why. I mean, for the last few years, honestly, I've tried to make a reasonable bracket. Like, oh, you know, this team's played well this year. They got this guy. They got this shooter. They, you know, eh, they haven't been playing well as of late. They're coming in hot. There's, 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 no, no. You, I might as well go off mascots. I might as well just blind pick teams. I'd probably have a better chance. Especially last year. Especially last year. I should have, yeah, bad, bad, bad bracket. Any bracket pool that I'm in, um... Some I'm kind of middle of the pack, but for the most part, I feel like I am just dead last, which is not great. Not a great feeling. Um, <laughs> there's a reason there's never been a perfect one. Um, but back to my point, a few teams that I like, uh, if I did have to pick a winner right now, Kansas, just because, you know, experienced, they're a three seed right now. I kind of like that spot for them where they're not, you know, one of the top seeds. At least I think they were. A three seed now I can't find them um but they're not one of the top one or two seeds so they don't really have like these crazy expectations to where you know if they lose in the sweet 16 is kind of a disappointment um I mean being Kansas anything but a national championship is kind of a disappointment for them but I think them as a three seed it's kind of a nice path it doesn't really you know build them up too much they can somewhat play the underdog role, and they're just a good team. Hunter, Hunter Dickinson is great. Um, also, like Illinois, Illinois has been playing really well in the Big Ten, and same with Tennessee. Tennessee, a very experienced uh, team, even though they did just lose to South Carolina. So, <laughs> bad timing there. If they can avoid South Carolina, they may be okay. And then same with Wisconsin. Wisconsin just has just been playing very well as of late, so that Wisconsin pick is a little recency bias, but whatever there's still a two seed right now Tennessee to open it up I just want to see if they would avoid okay yeah South Carolina I don't even know if South Carolina is in this but Tennessee right now is a two seed according to bracketology from ESPN they're on the same side or in the same bracket what are they in the south yeah they're in the south Houston is the one seed Illinois is the four and then Creighton is the three seed Oklahoma six that's actually pretty good Tennessee if they were to win they would play Providence or Colorado State that should be a really good game in the second round Tennessee or Colorado State kind of want that to happen but what are you gonna do no those are some of the teams that I like uh completely staying away I would completely stay away from Kentucky I would completely stay away from Purdue like I said um UConn, I'm actually not stay away from UConn, but it is impossible to repeat nowadays in college basketball. If if they repeat, that would be incredible, unbelievable. Um, TCU would be a good pick, I think. Other teams I'd stay away from, I'm not sure. The main one is definitely Purdue and also Kentucky. Marquette, they're a two-seed right now. I'm not wildly impressed with them maybe that's also recency bias because they barely beat nova who is not good this year um other than that now nah, i like houston dayton yeah not bad arizona nah. iowa state iowa state pencil them in as another team that i would be perfectly fine with 
saying they could win the national championship. They may be, if I make a million brackets and just, you know, I, I always have one set one and then I'll make like other ones just because I want to. And it's fun. Um, Iowa state will definitely get one where uh, they win it all. Florida Atlantic, just because it would be cool. Maybe I'll pick them, but now nah. I do like Iowa state. I'll put Iowa state in that same group that I had uh, Kansas, Tennessee, Illinois, and Wisconsin. So already looking forward to March madness. And the tournament, I mean, how couldn't you? Those The, the conference tournaments into those first, oh my God, the, the, just the all-day games, it's the best. It is awesome. Can't wait for it. But still got a lot of basketball left to play. NC State plays Georgia Tech this Saturday. And the women's Wolfpack team plays North Carolina uh, soon as well. Is that the Saturday? I feel like I said the Saturday, but now I'm not believing that. Let me check that again. I might just I might just be thinking of uh, the Georgia Tech game for the men's team. I thought it was, is it the first? The first sounds right. Yeah, so it is. Okay, so tomorrow night, or I guess tonight, because you'll be listening to this on Thursday. So tonight, NC State against North Carolina. It's on the ACC Network. Should be on ESPN. Just flex it. Whatever. I'll be fine with it. But thank you for joining me, and we'll see you next time on Believe in the Wolf Pack. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.